0: And you have reached a Lisa Ann Giles podcast. And this is Lisa Ann Giles Trinity, also known as L.A.J. Trinity. So listen, y'all, let's go. I'm sorry, I'm fussing with the mic. Good morning. Today is Sabbath. It is right, <laughs> yes, yeah, Sunday. It is Sunday. It is the uh yes, it is. It is the 31st of December 2023 at uh 6:54 a.m. I've just completed one podcast that I did it was a business and you segment uh about the entertainment industry it was it's 20 minutes listen it's a good listen it's it listen you you got to you got to listen you already know it alices Angel's podcast you already know it's going it's good so uh but this podcast is a faith and you segment and um this is going to disclose and i'm going to expound on uh uh let's just say Christian accountability, Christian accountability. The title of this podcast subtitle is holy or hypocrisy. Okay. Holy or hypocrisy. Now I just so happened to, I I was going through some things on my page on my YouTube page. I was going through some things, and I happened to, uh, sometimes the, the algorithm of the uh, social media platform then create certain pics for you, or, or based upon your previous searches may bring up certain uh, other pages and other people's channels, so uh, this particular, uh, I happened to come across this particular uh, YouTube uh, preview, now I did not watch it. I didn't want to watch it, I didn't want to hear it. And uh, I, I didn't want, I, I wasn't interested in uh, listening listening to the said uh, episode in its entirety. It, it is on a particular church's uh, uh, a channel, but um, the, the title of the preview that I was listening to, uh, and I, I listened to it just for a few minutes, is uh is titled CC Winans Speaks Out on Church Accountability Amid Controversy and Scandal Now uh Now uh, uh, there was uh, on another on another page it 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 the sub uh text read that she said it with an attitude so I said oh I've got to listen to this cuz you all know this is my lane now before I get into this, let, we all know, okay now maybe she's a little new, you know a little new at following, maybe she don't follow, maybe she don't care to follow. Now if that's the case and she is far from God because I've been called in these last times and these in times to speak for him, capital H. I am not only a prophet, I am his daughter capital D. Okay. And with that being said, there are a lot of people who are in the industry, gospel industry, who are teaching, who are preaching, who have churches and God never called them and they need to sit down. So thus they are operating in disobedience and God is not there. If God is in a ministry where he is not, everybody could die because now they have said that they are captain, they are lieutenant, they are on the front line for you and they are not called and thus God is not there. They have no covering and you have no covering. And then you are in trouble because God didn't told you to leave, but you're there because they are gospel celebrity. You're just there because they are gospel celebrity. This is no reason to stay in a church because you're trying, because the person has a little accolades in, in that genre. With that being said, my name is Lisa Ann Ja L. Trinity, also known as Ella J. Trinity. I am Senior Pastor and Lead Minister at CIC Ministries, Christian Inspirational Congregation out of New York. I am both prophet, but among that I am also saved, holy and sanctified. Now, I speak for God, capital G, and I can tell you that CC Y do not, okay? This is confirmation from him, the God, okay? And she was never called to be a preacher. She was never called to be a teacher. She was called as a Levite to sing, but she stole the platform and began to preach and teach. And thus she is responsible. And the book of Ezekiel says the blood is on her hands. Now I have a big problem with this. Why am I so excited? Because I have a problem with you calling everybody else a hypocrite when you are a major one stand there and say, I will remain holy because then that statement implies that you were always holy. It's a no baby because I grew up in the industry. Okay, I went to Donnie McClurkin's Church. I was a faithful member for over 13 years. So the inner circle you understand is very small. If you mess up, it'll get around. Stop telling people you will remain holy because that would imply that you were always holy. It's a no. So let me give you a little hint. Let me Let me just say this. If you ever run into a Christian where they have uh, an air about them, okay? they have their shoulders out and they and, and they're, they're they're acting holy and, and they've been holy their whole lives and I've been in the church a long time. I know the word, I know God. I've you know I've been saved a long time and then they say mix things and say, Well, I'm going to remain holy, even if you don't. Even if you don't, let me just get a little sister. Even if you don't, who are you? Who do you think you are? Now, let me tell you how God is. Unless you come clean and let people know you have not always been holy, you have messed up in major ways. Stop, stop being holier than thou, because no one's holier. Than thou, Jesus. Okay. Now let me just park it here. Now no one is no one is perfect. No one is perfect. But you are or should be at least being you should be. You, you should allow God, or at least walking in, in such a way that you're allowing God to perfect you then every day. And this is not how it is done, by putting on a facade for the public. Well, I've been in the church my whole life. I've been saved my whole life. I I will remain holy. This is not a statement a true Christian would make. Because what God signs off on, something that looks like God, honey, it, 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 it's not what you denote, it, it's what may be the same for God, it's a no. What looks, let me tell you what what God likes, what it looks like, what God looks like, transparency. Mm. Transparency is what God looks like. God says what he means and he means what he says. He doesn't sugarcoat, it is what it is. He wants his Christians to be transparency one with another because as for the Bible, we overcome by each other's testimonies, not by condemning or not by being critical of the other person by saying I will remain holy, I will remain holy, even though you are not. This is not his attitude. So holy or hypocrisy? I know somebody. She been telling everybody. She been she got married and then she got pregnant right away. She listen. She didn't tell everybody that her first child was uh was was birthed right. away. You know she got she conceived the child right away after she got married. Now, the girl was pregnant before she got married. I know because at the time I was her best friend. Her and her mother knew that the girl was pregnant before she got married, but to this current date, they're lying to everybody, talking about she's she been saved her whole life and she's she's been in the church her whole life. This is her testimonies to current date on Friday night service. But thank God I've been holy my whole life. I never left the church and I didn't backslide. But you were having sex. Without being married your whole life, prior up to being married. This is hypocrisy. Her firstborn was born because she, she had sex. Well, the child was born because, you know, she had sex and, and she conceived. But the child was conceived prior to her getting married. You got Christians lying, just lying to look good, lying to look holy. And you ain't getting in What sense does that make? What sense does that make? And she will not correct it. She ain't getting in. It's a hell no. She ain't getting in. Well, it's a hell no for me, but for her, it's a little bit different. The story, you know, it's going, it's going to end a little differently for her. You can't get in lying to people and not being transparent. That is not how we overcome by, by, by our, our trials and, and, and our, uh, difficult moments in life. Life mountains is what I call them when you're stuck between a, a rock and another hard place. We need somebody to be honest with us. We need somebody to be transparent with us. I, I, God hates somebody who is a hypocrite, okay? And God does hate. He does hate that is the book of ecclesiastes there is a time to love and then a time to hate god does hate and there let me tell you there are a lot of people going to hell from the church god told me this there's a lot of people going to hell from the church it is history and it is current data because there's too many pharisees in the gospel arena too many too many you're preaching on Sunday. You, 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 you're sipping, sipping a little something, a little alcohol, a little something, something on a Monday through Friday. Saturday, you, you might be at church rehearsing for, for a praise team on the next, on the next set for the next Sabbath. You slip up with the tongue. You're talking about people. You're, you're doing a little gossiping, but you don't consider it gossip, you know, because it's you. You get a little attitude and flustered. you have at the counter with the cashier and you get a little flustered because the old lady used the coupons and you're supposed to be a preacher and teacher. Singing, singing gospel songs. And you don't have to pay just the patience to wait for an old lady till she make her purchases using coupons. You are far from God. The young man bags your groceries and he's polite to you, the cashier. You don't address him by his name. You don't say, hello, how are you? You're you you know, you're not even in the rush. You're just there purchasing groceries. You don't even speak to the young man. Talking about you a preacher and teacher and a gospel singer. And you take your groceries and you leave, forgetting that you're a quote-unquote preacher, teacher, and a gospel singer. That young man needed to hear, you know what, you cool? How you doing, Bill? I'm fine. You know, sometimes you don't always have to be uh, Hope you know, not holy. You always got to be holy, but you don't always have to be churchy. You know, some people are just too religious. That's not what I'm saying. But address the cashier by his or her name. How are you? Thank you so much. And what is my total? Listen, you have a good day, Michael. You have a good day, Bill. You have a good day, Jared. And thank you so. And, and, and you know, you, you keep it moving because how many people you how many people do you think address this young cashier by name? I can I know because I used to be I used to do retail. Hardly no one. Hardly no one addresses you by your name, even though you're wearing a name tag. So what Lisa does, okay, the real prophet, the real preacher, the real teacher, the real minister, what Lisa does is whenever she goes to the grocery store, she always addresses the cashier by his or her name, if she has her glasses and she can read the tag. (laughs) And if she can't, she asks, oh, I'm sorry, what is your name, I don't have my glasses. And I am sure, but I don't want to mess up on my, on my little sales and stuff, on my coupons. I don't talk too much while he's ringing. (laughs) Because I need my little coins. Listen, I need my change back, even if it's $2. So let's make sure this is right. So I don't talk too much while he's ringing, but then after he's finished the uh the my my groceries ringing them up, then I say you then I talk a little bit more, you know, as because he's waiting for me to, to then pay for the groceries, and then I I may talk a little bit more. Y'all got to stop being so um Pharisee Pharisee ish, and I, they 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 you know God didn't like them too much the Pharisees. Those who, who were religious, at religious, went to went to Sabbath and taught in the synagogues, but had no relationship with Jesus. Just just as far as God from God as, as they wanted to be. Capital G. <laughs> now that's 14 minutes into my podcast. As you know, I always got the climax. Because you know, I because I, I, I there are young people out there, they need to know that uh this is not acceptable. Jesus came not to condemn, but to save the world. And, and we are not, and you know, we are not bigger than Jesus. Okay, the real Jesus. <laughs> okay, and, and, and God said that we ought to restore one another gently. This is the scripture. Don't, Connie, this is the Bible. This is the Bible. Restore each other gently. And then if they don't... Uh, Go from level to level, glory to glory, and become idle in their relationship, become idle in life, and then the word says, Well, you got to leave them alone now. Don't have anything to do with them. This is the Bible. But our first object, our first goal is to pray for them and to restore them gently. And we do this incorporating transparency. We must be transparent with one another to stop faking. The fun, because you stick to God. With that being said, and it it's fifteen minutes into my podcast, and I, I wanted to make this a little longer, but sometimes you you just you know, it's my job to say what God has asked me to say, and and uh, and and and. and uh, walk in obedience because I, I am a true Christian. <laughs> See, I can say that. it is not a prophecy. I can say that because my current data is, listen, my current data speaks for me. I have good credit with God. He has given me an international platform. I run an international company inclusive of my CIC ministries, my church, the one that God gave me because he chose me to speak for him. I've been authorized by New York State to operate on any region in any country on any continent throughout the world. And that, that's very hard to acquire. Very hard to acquire as an artistic adult. You go figure. Okay. And and everything, and sometimes life happens. While I have been, while God, while I have been, while I've been actually in warfare the last 30 years spiritual warfare because god cuz i had to then uh, prepare the soil i had to prepare the foundation for the platform god was giving me and 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 and, 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 and i had somebody say the, the other day lisa you know that they, they were kind of <laughs> they were kind of you know coveting my gifts and talents and and stuff like that And I said, you have to be very careful with that because with that comes a process. Who I am and what I have and and the gifts and talents that are then on the inside, that God has given to me through the Holy Spirit. There was a process attached to it. And that process can be very uncomfortable. Now, anything that hurts is not God, but but there is sometimes a feeling of, of of being uncomfortable because you're you're building muscle through your the process, and 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 anybody who works out for any amount of time, especially in the gym, you know that in order to gain muscle, there is a form of resistance, and this is the same with your spiritual walk, and your relationship, and, and, and growing as, as a person and as a Christian from level to level, glory to glory, until you get into glory, if you get into glory. Now we are in the end times. We are living apocalyptic moments. This world is dying. And you cannot take a platform, steal it, and then say to the world, "I am holy, but you are not." This is this is not God, and God was not in that. It wasn't. It wasn't in that speech, okay? So and and, and it's not because we, you know, I ain't gonna say we because I, I wouldn't do it, but it's because. Sometimes people, they, not that they forget where they came from, they don't, want, they, they don't want nobody to know because they enjoy looking holy, looking saved. They enjoy the position over the people. They enjoy the accolades. They enjoy the, the chin up into the air, okay? So much that they're drowning because they, they're just drowning in hypocrisy. So uh just let this be especially to the young people. Let me just speak to you for just a moment. Anytime God did anything uh major for the lack of a better word. Anytime God did anything major or needed something of uh uh, uh any anytime he needed to uh do something that was of major potency in that area in order to advance kingdom agenda. He used a young person. Don't ever let anybody discount you because of your age and youth. Your parents are not always right. Your auntie who's been in the church the whole life, is, it's not always right. That old, that nana that sits in, in the front of the church and all white with the hat, she gossips every Sunday. She's not always right. So so you have to understand, don't ever let anybody discount you because of your youth. Adults are not always right. Now, with that being said, when you spend time with God for yourself in your own prayer closet, studying his word, listening to to worship and praise music, and let him lead you to do that because a lot of these artists are a mess and the spirit of the man is behind the artwork, including the songs. So as you allow God to lead you, in every aspect of your life, the Holy Spirit will then lead you into all truth. He will clean out your inner circle, and He will provide those with who are positive reinforcements and who are great support in these end times. You have to be careful of who you invite into your inner circle, and in especially in the end times, because it is at a time where the wickedness is at its highest. Bad company corrupts good character. Okay. So young people, for example, David was anointed at 12 to be king. King Josiah was, listen, he is, listen, heaven gives him his accolades because Josiah, King Josiah, he is, he is noted as one of the most beautiful king, best kings Israel ever had. And he started his reign at eight years old, eight years old. So this eight years old is the accountability age where they have to make a decision between right and wrong. And you have to tell your kids that kids go to hell too. Kids go to hell too. Eight years old and up is the age of accountability. If King Josiah can then rule an entire nation of Israel, both Southern and Northern Kingdom, listen, by himself, anointed king, surely an eight year old can do the dishes when he's told. He can keep his attitude under control when, when he's a little confrontational with certain members in his family. Surely he could control his tongue. Surely he can tell the truth. Surely he can, okay, not slam the door after after your mama told you, don't slam that door. You understand? So eight years of age and older is the age of accountability and kids can go to hell too. It's very important that they understand this. But according to history, young people went out over the older people. It was the young people. It was the young people who did major, 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 beautiful things for God. Okay, and according to biblical scripture, a young person is noted as 40 years of age or younger. 40 years of age or younger, as per the scriptures. 40 years of age or younger. You have Caleb and and, uh, Joseph, I'm sorry, Joshua. (laughs) I'm sure, listen, maybe i listen, you think, listen, you think Joseph was hot? Uh, I know he's, because the word said he was hot. <laughs> see, I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to deter you guys from my little slip up just then. You think he was hot? I know he was hot. The, the, the word said he was hot, because that lady tried to take off his clothes. Listen, you got to read the Bible. If you don't know what I'm talking about, see, that's what I'm talking about. You would know what I'm talking about, so read your Bible. <laughs> But Caleb and and Joshua, they were also young people that led the uh, latter part of the generation because the older generation had died out once in the wilderness on their way to Canaan after the exodus, after leaving Egypt and being rescued by God through Moses. Once Moses passed away, then Joshua and Caleb led the young people, those who were left, into Canaan. He used young people. the disciples, okay? They were teenagers, did you know? See, the movies depict them as grown men, but that is an inc- that that is an inaccurate depiction. The disciples were actually 13 years of age when they joined the uh when, when when they when Jesus uh when he when he anointed them as disciples for his ministry to help him advance his ministry for the years he was on this earth. They were teenagers, not grown men. So that is an inaccurate depiction. The 12 disciples were actually teenagers when uh, under the ministry of Jesus as disciples. So listen, you young people, you are very important to God and God loves you. And he has great things in store for you if you allow him to use you and guide you, okay? But it must be done his way. And let me tell you something about the Bible. It's cool. When you study the Bible, it's cool. Don't just try and read it because it gets boring and you fall asleep. <laughs> you got to study. You get your Greek and Hebrew out. You go to the internet. You you, you you cross-translate between different translations of the Bible for better understanding. No, before you know it, it's eight hours into the day. No, I let me tell you. When I was younger, let me tell you, you, you. What time is... Oh, man, I didn't brush my teeth this morning. I just had a cup of coffee. <laughs> so, listen. Study your Bible. Spend time with God. Do this more than listening to the preacher out there, because most likely there are a mess out there. I've, I've on Sunday sometimes I just surf through the YouTube channels to see what what's going on out there, to see how much of a mess it is. I said, well, thank God I'm my own preacher listen, and my members listen that they always, you know, that I, I want my, you know, I, I like yellow flowers in case they're wondering, but um. <laughs> They have expressed their sincere gratitude. <laughs> they have they have expressed their sincere gratitude. So, uh, listen, uh, my podcast is ending. It's twenty six minutes into the podcast, and uh, I just wanted to disclose and, and straighten some things out and clarify, as I sh- as I sometimes say, true holiness is 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 transparency. True holiness is is uh. Consulting with the Holy Spirit on a day-to-day basis who will lead you into all truth and empower you to do right. True holiness is walking to the best of your ability from one sheep to the next uh, and uh, being honest with God. He already knows it's on the inside. He knows what you were thinking before you think it. He knows what you're going to do before you do it. He knows what you're going to say before you say it. So if you think you you kind of rough around the edges, just look up to God and say, Lord, take it. You can always be a better version of who you were before. I say that in my outro. And this is true. If you want to be a good Christian, you can be, but you have to make it factual. Facts are constant. Truth changes in real time, okay? So make it factual. Stay holy. Strive for holiness day to day. It's not, it's not, it it sounds like a religious, such a, such a churchy word, but the Bible says, if you are not holy, you cannot see him. Okay. We have to be holy to enter into God, into the kingdom of heaven. We're not considered as the kingdom of, to be part of the kingdom of God. If we're not holy, did you know that? There is a difference between kingdom of heaven and kingdom of God. And those two cannot be used interchangeably. I got two minutes, let me see if I can break it down real quick. The kingdom of heaven is the place. The kingdom of God are the people, okay? And if you are not holy, you are not considered to be part of the kingdom of God. But we want you to continue to excel, continue to go from level to level, glory to glory, until you're in glory, okay? And that is my time. Um. God loves you. I love you. And um, I have two more minutes. That's it. I don't want it to cut me off. Okay. (laughs) Y'all be cool. Be cool. All right. Bye. Thank you for joining Alisa and Giles podcast. Where my motto is: you could always be a better version of who you were before. You could always be a better version of who you were before.